the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views of the host and guests are their own, and not those of 9.30 a.m. The Answer or Salem Communications. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons. Mark Peterson will be here in a little while. And, uh, Are we'll, you sure? Uh, I'm hoping. And uh, we'll talk gardening with you when you call us at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Uh, still a chill in the air, but a lot better than yesterday. And a uh, nice, bright, sunny day here at the nursery. Uh, <coughs> all the clouds seem to have burned off. For the most part, it's a little hazy, as I give you the from-the-porch weather forecast. But, um, yeah, come on. Uh, I will report to everybody that Milton doesn't have his shorts on. And, I have and a he also on. has a jacket on. Yeah, but I'm, uh, but I'm not in the sun. <laughs> Look at the people in the sun. They've got, yeah, for the most part, there's a guy in a short happy. sleeve. Yeah. And the wind's not blowing like it was. No. So, all right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free, it's 866-308-8867. I think he's on his way. All right. So you were asking me, I'm going to, there you go, let's see, okay, there you go. I'm going to speak for the old timers. You want me to speak for the old timers in my, my book called Gardening in San Antonio in South Texas from 1954. I was, uh... You weren't even born yet, were you? Oh, yeah. Oh. I was born in 40, <laughs> I was trying to help you. 46, so eight, eight years old. All right, so let's see. A little before my time. Uh, all right. Where do you find all these books? This was used bookstore? This was, yeah, this was at the library. It was on sale for two fifty. <laughs> so what should we be doing in April? All right. Now, I can't tell. Let's see what it says. Okay. Discard center of chrysanthemum and plant fresh single-rooted sections at distances depending upon sizes. I'm getting, bl- I'm getting blank stairs. Space plants two-thirds of their height apart. This will mean, this will mean from uh, 12 to 18 inches. Transplant agaritum from seed. Good Lord. Transplant asters from bed before April 15th. Now, come on, people. Fertilized, established delphinium plants. <laughs> okay. Jerry's shaking his head. Clean out iris plantings by hand as early as possible. Burn old leaves. Uh, oh. And all debris in which uh, may lie the eggs of the iris border. Borer. Borer. Set viola plants in shady places. Yeah. Okay. They burn up. Okay. Watch for insects. Spray or dust. 
Oh, sprayer dust. <laughs> yeah. Didn't they, didn't they give the organic control? <laughs> they, in there? they did not in 1954. <laughs> and root mum cuttings. Now I'm trying to and see. And you know what they were dusting with? What? What? Maybe DDT. Oh my gosh. Probably DDT. I'll look up and see if they got DDT in the book. There you go. So let's see what this is. If this is plants that we're supposed to be doing things with now, uh, but it talks about uh, snapdragons. Uh huh. Okay. Can you? Are you? What, what would you be doing with snapdragons now? I guess they're planting them. Could be collecting seed or uh, okay. or throwing them away. Yeah, that's the word part. Okay, so zinnias, uh, tifolonia, tifonia, the sacred flower of the Incas. Do, do we sell that? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> if you've got tifonia, give us a call. We want to learn more about it. Thungbergia. Hey, that, I recognize that one. Okay. Phlox. Subulatum, uh, subulatum, periwinkle, moonflower, cosmos, uh, cleome, cleome, yeah, chrysanthemum, can- candy tuft. No, I used to say cleome. Oh, cleome, it's probably right. That's, that's, I'm sure that's that's a French twang. I would, I, I would, I would really bet on your pronunciation more I than mine. I wouldn't. Oh, <laughs> uh, Silum? Alyssum. Alyssum. I'm sorry. Yeah, Alyssum. Uh Aster. Bush balsam, balsam, or lady slippers. That used to be real commonly planted. I remember that. Okay. And caladiums. Candy tuft. Do we sell candy tuft? <laughs> we did. <laughs> oh, did you? Yeah. And the problem is that I've got beautiful pictures of some of these in green. See? Everything is that, green that and is white. Beautiful green. <laughs> yeah. It's sort of sad. <laughs> but it's, it's oh, hydrangeas. They're talking about hydrangeas. And let's see. Uh, roses like the blaze climber and the summer snow. I don't know about plants were far more bl- limited in those days. Yeah. And, okay. Yeah. There, were, yeah. there were nurseries, but there weren't very many of them. Let's see. So, all right. Well, I'll keep looking. Uh, that uh, that for yeah, me. I see periwinkle is in there. That's yeah. Where your thumbs at? So. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Periwinkle. Uh, from Madagascar, Vinca from Madagascar. There you go. This is one of our best-growing flowers in our hot, dry climate, and it blooms continuously all summer until the cool weather of fall. The seed does not germinate in the cool weather, so it is best to sow seeds from the last of March through April in flats or outdoors. That's probably so. Uh, there are two trailing Vincas. Both grow well in shady places, under trees or on steep banks, sometimes blooming in both uh, spring and fall. They're violet, purple, and blue. Uh, the, annual fowl, the annual flowers of the periwinkle are rose and white. So they're rose and white? Rose and white. The annual? Are there annual? Uh, well, that, no, yeah, well, they're well, Most people think of a Vinca are annual. Yeah. The, the last description you had given was for the, the ground cover. So oh, okay, the trailing one? Different animal altogether. Cool. Although now there are trailing annuals, too. Yeah, you know why Mark's not here? Because he brought his book from 1997 and was trying to brag on that. I got from 1954, Mark. You better get up here. Defend <laughs> yourself. All right, well, let's see. I can tell you what we should be doing in May, if you like. No. Okay. Well, I need to do the plant of the weekend and get back to... Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I thought, okay, do the plant of the weekend. Oh, I'll see if that's in here. 
Uh, wait a minute. <laughs> Go ahead. Do the plant of the weekend. All right. So plant of the weekend, 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 weekend. is porterweed. Porterweed, and it's a uh, pink one. or a, Yeah, pink version, which I hadn't seen. It looks like the buds are opening darker red, and then they fade to a pink. Yeah. Um, the, the red one that we carried uh, last year, and we had a little last week, is a shorter variety. This looks like it's a tall growing one, like the uh, purpley blue one that we had. Yeah, it's vigorous. Uh, long, long stems on uh, on very nice shaped uh, large leaves, kind of like a, a salvia would look. And uh, so the the bloom spike goes up. This one we're looking at is probably ten inch long bloom spike, and these will just open up all the way to the top, kind of like a a snapdragon would do. So it's kind of cool. Uh, it's a great perennial. Yeah, go go look it online. And, Man. Uh, and it is a wonderful butterfly-attracting plant. Yeah, in fact. I, I saved this for when Calvin wasn't here. Otherwise, he'd have bought them all. Uh, <laughs> you don't want that. <laughs> um, yeah, you've, you're using them in the uh, the garden, aren't you? We, the butterfly we garden? Be, yes. Oh, okay. There, there are still some in there from, from last year. Oh, okay. And then, but we uh, don't have pink, so we might stick a pink one in there. If you go online, look for pink porterweed, and uh, number one, you'll see them all with butterflies, pretty much all the pictures with butterflies on them. Uh, but they're very pretty. It's a beautiful flower with different shades throughout the little flower. And this morning there was uh, 20 left. And oh, good. We actually had phone calls coming this, in for it this morning. So uh, definitely give us a call so we can save one for you if you're interested. The pink one. Yes. Yeah, so you want to call uh, 497-3760. You can also just come on by. Uh, but, uh, gosh, uh, with Trace opening it up to people just calling and putting some aside, your best bet may be just to call in and say, okay, I want. And they're a great price, six ninety nine. Yeah, six ninety nine for the gallon. And um, you can call 497-3760, 497-3760, and uh, you can get the uh, the Porter Weed. Uh, and they'll put it aside for you. Put it aside for you. And then uh, while we got you for a second, uh, how are we doing on um, the Fiesta medals? Oh, we're doing great. We actually uh, we're, we're still have a few of the uh, last year's. Okay. And people are still they're buying both now. Oh, that's good. Uh, it's, it's a great concept. We we buy them, and all the all the proceeds go to the Salvation Army and uh, San Antonio so Salvation Army. We're putting it back into the back into the town. Yeah. Uh, Salvation Army does a great job, uh, and uh, uh, with all the different groups of people they help, they're with disaster relief, with homelessness. Um, they help seniors, uh, kids, and parents uh, through boys clubs. So uh, yeah, they're they're involved in San Antonio, and it's a great medal. I like this year's with a little truck. Cool. Yeah. So uh, we're excited, and they are pretty, and uh, everybody deserves to wear one. Yep. And they're just $7, which is a good price for the Fiesta medals, as I understand, around town. And that goes right back to the Salvation Army. All right. Cool. Well, call uh, Trace or whoever here at the nursery for that porter weed, uh, 210-497-3760, 290-497-3760. You could actually uh, have them put aside a, a, a Fiesta medal if you wanted to. But uh, what's, what's our pepper situation? Have you checked? Did we have? Did we? Did we? Get- we have all the above that we've been talking about, and then uh, I found out that I've got ten of that one coming this next week for the- penguins. Yeah, penguins. Petit. David blessed us, so we're getting ten flats. 
Okay. Yeah, they're at four and a half inch. But there was I saw the Joe out there this morning. Uh, All right. Uh, that basket's of fire, even though it's not part of your deal. It is a Texas superstar, so <laughs> we got that out there. Yeah, that's a beautiful uh, ornamental so pepper. It's a decent selection of peppers. The tomato selection is starting to dwindle. So if you want, if you still want to get your tomatoes planted for your spring crop, my suggestion is to. Do it now. Yeah, Do get them, today. get them to get them today or, or this weekend, uh, because it's supposed to warm up back to summer. <laughs> you know, I had a, a customer in yesterday. That they they bought a tomato and they bought one for her daughter, and uh, she put hers in the sun, and they only put theirs in half day sun, and they couldn't figure out why hers already had some tomatoes on it. Uh oh. So I encourage them to buy one of these bigger ones that we have a few left that actually have a lot of tomatoes on them. Uh-huh. So they're going to wait three or four days, and then they're going to pretend that that's the oh, that no. was the one that, that they planted. <laughs> Very smart. I thought about telling them the, Christmas, the red Christmas ball story, but that would have been too big to, <laughs> to brag on. That's funny. Yeah, and, and red, too. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we've we've had a good tomato year. I mean, uh, this spring a lot of tomatoes been. You know, you've gone through a lot of quite tomatoes. a few. Yeah, I don't guess there's any tycoons left out there. I'm pretty sure I can see a few from here. Oh, they're in the gallons. In the gallons. And you got some more coming in? <laughs> no. <laughs> the, the, the tomato selection was very limited this week, so uh, it was like. Seven or eight varieties, and and only in in four and a half inch. Yeah, oh, and yeah. I was just giving you a hard time because it was like Jerry would be, well, this is it for the to tycoon. And I, think, you see I think it's done now. Okay, <laughs> and then then you would come up and go, all right, we got another batch coming in. But now now you're saying this is it. I'm, huh? I'm well, I can never say never, never all right. but I can say I'm pretty sure this time we're yeah. done. Okay, so uh, if you haven't gotten tycoons and you want to grow them, your last chance forever is uh, coming up so uh come on out to the nursery and uh and pick up some of the tycoons too i could i i couldn't even find any to take to uh east texas to greg grant and oh no i can tell you you <laughs> i know you know he I, I was thinking he was out of the kindness of his heart for those east texas people he was going Donate a few tomatoes to send up there, but uh, he said, I "Donate." <laughs> yeah, there's cobwebs on my wall. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it hasn't, been, it hasn't been opened in a while. Is no, that what you're saying? Is that the joke? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Anyway, I took him nine varieties of tomatoes up there. All right. Uh, of the hybrid, all, Thanks, all rodeo tomatoes, and uh, they were happy to get them. They were going to kind of wait till. This last cold spell uh, came through, I think, before they did any planting. But I don't think it. Fro- I don't think it froze up there. Uh, some areas may have had frost pockets or something like that, but uh, I don't think it froze up there. Uh, Do you uh, follow uh, Greg Grant's stuff on Facebook? And no, I, I need to link that to uh, Plant Answers. Yeah, you should. Uh, so I follow his stuff only on Facebook. That's all I got. But the, uh, uh, yeah, you so you get little posts. And Greg does beautiful pictures. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, if you kind of want to find out what's growing in East Texas, and uh, and Greg tells little stories and stuff. When you know, it's 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 picture posts, so it's not like real long, but uh, but it's interesting and it's good stuff. So uh, yeah, uh, if you're running around like it, I think it's Greg Grant's Greg Grant's garden. 
um, Triple G. So uh, you can uh, find it online. And I'll, in fact, I think there, I'm pretty sure there's a website. I'll look at that uh, in just a minute too. Oh, you mean a web, Greg's got a website? I think so. I think it's on the garden. There's a website, too. But there may not be. I'm, I'm going to look and see. Okay. Um, I've, I put uh, a, uh, speaking of websites and, and um, uh, uh, newsletters, uh, Niels Pear wrote a nice article about blue bonnets in the last newsletter, his last newsletter. Uh, and uh, it's got some beautiful pictures, uh, some some of which were taken around the San Antonio area. And uh, so, I, uh, knowing that everybody don't take the newsletter and everybody wants to see the the Blue Bonnet article, I put the uh, uh, I put it on topics of the month. I put it on plantanswers dot com, and it's the first listing. And on, if you, as you open the website, plantanswers.com, it's the first listing there, uh, Blue Bonnet's Plants of the Millennium. Uh, that's Neil Spears' uh, uh, Neil Spears, uh, uh, title. And it's the first, first listing in red on the topics of the month on the front page of uh, plantanswers.com. So... If you want to read uh, read a lot about blue bonnets and uh, and see a lot of uh, beautiful pictures uh, that he has in there, uh, go ahead and open that up and read about it. He got uh, he talks about our sir, sir. He got a beautiful picture of red that he took several years ago when he was down here, and so uh, he's got that uh, listed on there and he also talks about our uh, search for the or our development of the uh, blue bonnet pig blue bonnet uh, colors here tell kind of the uh, short story of that the search for the red blue bonnets and then he got a picture of uh, of, of uh, Neil and Dr. Larry Stein and myself, he did show up. Yeah, we got him. Uh, we found him. Out in the field of uh, purple blue bonds. Oh, out wow. Of, out of Verstraden. And uh, so that's that's the only time Neil's been down to to look around and, and see what's going on on the different colors. So we took him out to show him. Also, he... Uh, uh, he got a little write-up on uh, how the how the blue bonnet became the state flower. Oh, okay. And uh, talked about uh, all the rigmarole that they went through on on that. Like what Mark, was Mark what was, was alluding to that? What was the competition? Do you know? Does he say? Yeah, uh, they were they were thinking about cactus, uh, uh, the cactus flower. All right. And and that. Uh, yeah, you know, puntia. Yeah, I was thinking about prickly pear one time. Yeah, and that's that's you where can raise that. Can I raise that? Yeah. Is that a lot? Yes, that's where. Uh, and everyone. Mark is with us. We got him. I'm pretty sure that's where Cactus Jack, the vice president at that time. Oh, uh, Cactus, you lived in Uvalde. Okay. Cactus Jack. Cactus Jack. He was vice president for FDR. Yeah, first vice president. right. Garner. Yeah, Garner. 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 
Dr. Dagon. I don't know. That, that's why that's that's why he that's why he got his name. And uh, I forget. <laughs> it's not working, Milton. Okay, here. Let's, <laughs> let me, we'll take a quick break. We'll find out who the competition was. And uh, we'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. We're live here at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. And this is 930 a.m. The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 Anvil Verde Road, and it is spring gardening time. Head on over to Millburgers where you're going to find savings on all your favorite spring garden plants. Like right now, are you driving around town and you notice all the beautiful roses and you've said to yourself, man, I'd love to have a rose that beautiful in my yard. But guess what? Millburgers will help you. They've got the products that help roses grow and do well in San Antonio. And they've got roses, thousands of roses. Their biggest selection ever is right now at Millburgers, and roses are 20% off. So you can have the roses you've wanted and save, too. Right now, you'll find begonias on sale in the 4-inch pot. They're on sale for $0.88 cents each. Impatience are on sale in the 4-inch pot, 98 cents each. How about Lantana? Boy, oh boy, this Texas superstar just does beautifully in San Antonio. It attracts butterflies, it attracts hummingbirds, and it attracts people that are driving by your house. It's just 488 in the 1-gallon container. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on these and more. Are you an answer seeker? Join the club today. Find the link to join at the top of the page at 930amtheanswer.com. When you join, you'll also be part of the birthday club. We'll celebrate your special day with a gift basket waiting for you at Southwest Exteriors, an oil change from Belden Automotive, and a 12-piece box of ganaches, truffles, creams, or caramels from Alamo City Chocolate Factory. Join today at 930amtheanswer.com. Sponsored by Belden Automotive, Southwest Exteriors, and Alamo City Chocolate Factory. This is Lonnie Chen of the Hoover Institution for townhall.com. Stephen Reinhardt, who was called the liberal lion of the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, passed away on March 29th in Los Angeles. During his almost 40 years on the appeals court bench, Reinhardt wrote opinions that struck down the constitutionality of the words under God in the Pledge of Allegiance and overturned Proposition 8, California's initiative defining marriage as a male-female union. Reinhardt's death means that there are now seven vacancies on the notoriously liberal Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals. President Trump has an historic opportunity to remake the Ninth Circuit and the entire federal judiciary. The vast majority of his judicial nominees thus far have been stellar. They will adhere to the rule of law and interpret the Constitution based on the words in it, not the ideas they want to be in it. The president should continue his good work in this arena. Doing so will remake federal jurisprudence for decades to come. I'm Lon Chan. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Preparing leaders for America and the world. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. There are two radio stations in the city that focus on good news. One is the good news about the economy, jobs, consumer confidence, and the defeat over ISIS. One is the good news about the victory over the cross. One is all about the here and now. The other is all about eternity. To get through the day, you need both. So when you want to know more about the day's news and what to think of it, turn to 930 AM, The Answer. If you want to change your life, turn to AM 630, The Word. Together, we can change the world. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. 
9.30 a.m. The answer, Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Mark Peterson is with us. Quality organic products right there on Lookout Road. It's a place to go if you're looking for uh, uh, different varieties of soil or mulch or compost, that hardscape material. Uh, they've got it at Quality Organic Products. Todd has built a terrific company, and uh, this is uh, where the, uh, the landscapers go to get their material. So for... Their livelihood depends on the quality of the products they get at Quality Organic Products. So you pretty much can trust the quality of the products you're going to get. The uh, no biosolids, uh, he uh, works with organics. Uh, so uh, go by and visit Ty Chisholm over there at Quality Organic Products. You can buy it by the bag full. You can buy it by the pickup truck load, or you can have them delivered. Uh, quality organic products. They're closed today, but open again tomorrow at 651-0200, 651-0200. And, of course, you can find them on the web at qualityorganicproducts.com. Yeah. Uh, you know, Ma- uh, Malcolm and Delphine Beck used to work over there. Yeah. Oh, did you have a question? They, they were kind of the sponsors or kind of the mentors. Yeah. Can, we, can we ask it on the air? You'll do oh, great. You do fine. You'll, you'll, here, grab the mic and be on the air. If they allow Jerry and I. Yeah. How can we help you? What's going on? You're on the I air. I just wondered if you could recommend a good deer repellent. Oh, give me that back. No, I'm, I'm just teasing. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm teasing. Uh, that one called. Uh... <laughs> there, there's one with bobcat urine. There's one with made with blood meal. Uh, Is it deer away or? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Uh, I, I do know Lord. they have it here. How embarrassing. Yeah. Uh, I find that a 270 with 120 grain uh, piece of PBE is very, very good. Yeah, there's one that we've had a lot of success with. Um, and it was, uh, I think, uh, Forrest. Uh, Forrest For- is going to call you in a second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, uh, I think it was a, a blood meal mix. No. It's, no? It's a... It's a stinking Yeah, thing. it was sulfur. It was the egg oh. uh, type thing. It was a sulfur smell. No, here, go ahead and speak so we can hear you. Okay. Okay. Well, what were the ones that were in there? Here, I'll hold it for you. Okay. There's one in there called Tomcat, and there's one in there that's something like Garden Me. Mm. Okay, so find Trace, and Trace will find you the one that people have had the most success yeah, with. I think it's the latter one. Uh, Trace can hear us. Yeah, Trace. Trace so yeah, just Trace, if, if you go inside Trace, where you Trace, check Trace. out, just ask for Trace, and then okay. and to say that, that we said he knew when it came to deer, and okay. he knew his stuff. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Yeah, you're very welcome. Why? Oh, no, never mind. No. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight. Here comes the answer. Eighty eight sixty seven. All right, here we go. Here we go. Oh, Hold we on. think we, we have an answer. answer. Uh oh. I'm losing my mind. What is it? Uh, <laughs> so we're taking a call. Liqu- uh, liquid fence? Liquid, liquid fence. fence. Oh, oh, no. Oh, I can't believe you didn't remember that. Thank you for it. Liquid no. fence. Liquid fence. Uh, that is the... And that's Trace right there in the uh, the brown shirt with the blue jacket. Can you can you see with him? The, with his glasses on top. Yeah, glasses on top of his But you don't know. You need to know. It's liquid fence. It's okay. liquid. That's, that, that's it. It has been tested by... Uh, People with deer and literally in their homes. Yes. <laughs> and, and some of the most infested, anyway. deer-infested areas yes. in, this, in South Texas. Has Hollywood Park gotten any better with all the building and stuff, or is it they just... That's uh, what trapped the deer. In I know. Yeah, that's, that's what I was I, wondering. So I think it's worse. Uh, 
Uh-oh. Well, well, what happened to Hollywood Park? Well, you know, they trapped a bunch of deer and took them to Mexico. Oh, okay. And, For uh, spring break? That happened. Yeah, I guess so. And see if they find their way back. No. Uh-oh. Oh, we got spilled a spillage. No, no. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Another flower that was considered other than a cactus, uh... For the the state flower was a uh, cotton bowl. The cotton yep. bowl, really? Because <laughs> cotton was king back in those. There days. was a silence. I like your your and I's face. Oh. It's just like, huh? well, you know, it's it, the cotton is hibiscus, so it's got a pretty flower. Yeah, but what? Okay, not, not, as, what? not as pretty as a blue bonnet. I'm just, I'm just bi- saying. I'm biased. As far as money is concerned. Oh, yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> they were making a lot of money on cotton back in those days. But anyway, you can read all about that on uh, <clears throat> on uh, uh, Blue Bonnet Plant of the Millennium. Niels Ferris column on uh, plantanswers.com. Uh, also, we got a question in from... Uh, from somebody from New Braunfels and said, uh, how should I prune my very mature stardrite jasmine vine? Four plants with vines starting at the ground level that are three to five inches in diameter mm-hmm. have, have in years pa- uh, past produced uh, profuse foliage and flowers and covered an arch that uh, peaks about at about 10 feet in height. Last year and this year, only a fraction of the new woody vine supports green growth. Where this sparse green growth now exists, it rests atop a foot of uh, crisp, leafless vine branches. I'd like to know if you think the vine can be revived to a flourishing state again, and if so, how? So the only when I didn't know that that, <laughs> that diameter three to four inches kind of blew me away there. Yeah, that's an old old yeah. vine. Yeah. So that's what you big. what you've got to do is renew that thing, right. uh, because uh, like I say, the new wood uh, produces the flowers, and uh, I uh, I think most people would want to like chop it from the top. Yeah, and I don't think that's the way to do it. I think it'd be you want to thin it out all the way from top to bottom. Yeah, uh, selectively thin out the old wood. Uh, probably remove eighty to ninety percent of the of the plant. Yeah, take it. Now, like that's going that's going to be hard to do because yeah. uh, you know it's so big. Or are the the more dramatic way to the more dramatic way to control it is. Uh, is cut the stupid thing down, or at least cut it back severely. And now's the time to do that yeah. when it's flushing you grow. At this but point it, of the day, it, he would say, "I'll oh, quit it." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it—that's uh, the only uh, way to yeah. get get that dead material out of that. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'd treat it as badly as a, or as pruned it as much as a grape. But I certainly would take about half of it out. Yeah. But selectively. Selectively take a half of it out. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
And that's gonna the the way that uh, way that thing grows. You know, I had vines and mm-hmm. trees. Yeah, that's why I think that when it's that's three or four inches, I think it's it's like two or three yeah. vines all intergrown together to get that that big. I mean, that's a so when you <laughs> when you go in there to take those those dead tissues out, you're gonna rip it all to pieces. No, 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 no. Quit it. No, no. I'm that's not, not going to take the inner the intertwinings out. I'm just gonna cut wherever I can. Quit it. <laughs> <laughs> no pain is a, a big vine intertwined. Oh, uh, yeah. They, I they, think they're going to have to cut it down. Yeah. Or at least cut it in half. But that, that well, that's what I said. Huh? I said about 50%, but I did say selective pruning. Yeah. I don't think you can do selective pruning on a star death. Without tearing it, or tearing it all to pieces. Well, you you can't hurt it, you know, by taking that all out. Oh, no! I mean, if you had lit, ripped a branch here or there, yeah, that's not too bad. All right, two one zero. You can't hurt it, cut it down either. Three zero eight. You won't kill it anyway. 8867-210-308-8867. James is on the line. Hi, James. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Oh, just fine. How about you guys? You know, all right? Good. Yeah. What's going on? Um, I got a tray of uh, tangerines started. They're two, three inches tall, looking pretty good. Um. How big do those plants need to be before you uh, do the tea bud grafting? Did you say you grew them from seed or, or from a graft? I from thought you seed. said seed. He said. Huh. James, was that seed? Yeah, I got started with them Chang saws from Malcolm. I got a few out at the farm. So I start to seed in January, February. But All right, yeah. I- I've just been growing them out to trees, but I, I wanted to try to do a little bit of grafting on this next batch, and I don't know what I'm doing. So, what do you um, want to graft? What do you want to graft them to? I want to graft to some of them really tumor? good uh, thumbquats that I got from Panix. Okay. Okay. On the chainsaw rootstock. Yeah. So when does that'll, that happen? That'll work. Yeah. Hey, you need you, you you need a stem about as big as a pencil. Uh, okay, then that'll going to be around big as your thumb, big as your yeah thumb. yeah that's about right. Uh, you may want to. I frankly probably do it a little later in the in the winter, like maybe February when you're grafting about February. Okay, are you talking about a bud graft or a, uh, an inlay We're talking graft? About you bud them, bud them in uh, in the fall. Yeah. Okay. Well, all right. That's what I want to know. So, uh, if they go in gallons, then they're going to be you, the guy. Whoever does the grafting can handle them, right? In gallon pots. Right. 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 Okay. Yeah, I'd, I'd keep them in gallons and keep them keep them uh, vegetatively growing uh, rapidly. Okay, I've been using, I either got blood meal or growing green or I got a whole bunch of fertilizers out here. Um, 
they can use blood meal in those gallons once a month and push them hard? Yeah, probably once once every two weeks. Uh, I mean, the, with you, the blood you, meal. Yeah, you can't over over blood meal them. Okay, because but, last time I talked to Malcolm, he was he said that blood meal works pretty good because uh, citrus needs iron and nitrogen, and that's basically you know, what well, it's that, that That's why I'm hesitating. It's I think it doesn't have as enough nitrogen in it as you may want. So if you're going to put blood meal, you're going to mix it up with a little bit something else. Well, I've got a... Like what? Well, i got like a, a trailer load of bath water I got from the <laughs> well, cave about five years ago. How, how much of that do I put in there? What what did you get? Uh, we cleaned up after uh, uh, guano harvest out at the bat cave. I got a whole load of bat guano out there in the shed. Oh, well, yeah, that that's a lot of nitrogen. Yeah. Uh, so, but uh, that's going to be hard to put on a, in a container. You know, hard, tea, uh, yeah, it's hard to yeah. Okay, tea will work. Okay, so you got to push them pretty hard with the blood meal and the bad guano uh, fertilizer every couple of weeks. Then, huh? Absolutely, definitely. Okay, well. I'll so you, do that you, maybe you, I... you want the, you want that uh, plant to be actively growing when you when you do your grafting or budding. Okay, well I'm gonna try to find somebody that knows how to how to do that because I've got the the kumquats out here and I'm gonna try to get the rootstock up the side. But I don't okay. know how to do the tea buds. Well again that on the propagation on plantanswers.com, that uh Talks about all those uh, uh, grafting and budding techniques. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I look on, on pine ash. Yeah, look for the citrus one because um, for citrus, it's an upside down tea. Uh, we push yeah. the bud up into it. Yeah, the tea bud. Okay. Well, I'll uh, I'll try to grow them, and then we'll talk in September, October then. Oh, by the way, you mentioned uh, Malcolm Beck and uh, and Delphine. Uh, uh, Malcolm's having a pretty rough time of it now, and so uh, we're encouraging all his friends that uh, that Malcolm's helped through the years to uh, come by and see him Monday. Uh, yeah, he, he, Is it tomorrow? He, yeah, tomorrow. So uh, if, you, if you're over in his neighborhood, uh, uh, he, he'd like to have some visitors. Oh, okay, well, that sounds great. Okay, I appreciate that, and uh, yeah, he thanks, would Jerry. too. Yeah, so would Delphine. All right, thanks, guys. Thanks, James. All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Verde Road on 930 a.m. The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 Amble Verde Road, and it is spring gardening time. Head on over to Millburgers where you're going to find savings on all your favorite spring garden plants. Like right now, are you driving around town and you notice all the beautiful roses and you've said to yourself, man... 
I'd love to have a rose that beautiful in my yard. Well, guess what? Millburgers can help you. They've got the products that help roses grow and do well in San Antonio, and they've got roses, thousands of roses. Their biggest selection ever is right now at Millburgers, and roses are 20% off. So you can have the roses you've wanted and save, too. Right now, you'll find begonias on sale in the 4-inch pot. They're on sale for $0.88 cents each. Impatience are on sale in the four-inch pot, ninety-eight cents each. How about Lantana? Boy, oh boy, this Texas superstar just does beautifully in San Antonio. It attracts butterflies, it attracts hummingbirds, and it attracts people that are driving by your house. It's just four eighty-eight in the one-gallon container. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on these and more. <laughs> Hey, if we don't get going soon, we're going to miss out on that discounted deal at the store. Do we really need to go out? The game's coming on in a minute. We need to get this deal before it's gone. Man, there's got to be a better way to save some money. Yes, there is. The Marketplace at 930amtheanswer.com. Really? Yep. You can save hundreds, even thousands on stuff like outdoor equipment, landscaping, flooring, and even discounted deals on tuition for the kids. Get out. All in one place? Yep. If you don't believe me, listen to this guy. Discount deals on big-ticket items for your home improvement projects, landscaping, and tuition for area schools. All at the Marketplace page at 930amtheanswer.com. So the Marketplace page. Great, guys. Thanks. But now, should I be worried about hearing voices in my head? Nah, we're good. Check out all the great deals at the Marketplace page at 930amtheanswer.com. Alamo Pool Builders prides itself on creating a personalized outdoor living space with your new swimming pool and hot tub spa. Alamo Pool Builders designs luxury pools for your oasis with waterfalls, fountains, and more. Mention this ad for a free maintenance package with pool purchase. Put a vacation in your backyard with Alamo Pool Builders. Call 888-99-ALAMO. That's 888-99-ALAMO. Or alamopoolbuilders.com. alamopoolbuilders.com. Hey, this is Bob Olszewski. Thanks for listening to Plugged In. How many teams have earned two championships back-to-back? Almost none. The Miracle Season tells the inspiring story of Iowa City's West High School girls volleyball team back in 2011. This group of young women had to rally back after the devastating death of their team captain. Based on a true story, this uplifting film talks of overcoming grief and moving past terrible things in our lives. It also praises friendship and even the healing power of faith. The only drawbacks here are a bit of lying and some adult alcohol use. So I'm giving The Miracle Season four overhead spikes out of five for family friendliness. Be sure to check out the full review at PluggedIn.com slash radio. Plugging you into the movies, I'm Bob Olszewski for Focus on the Family's Plugged In Movie Review. Let's face it, we love Alexa, and we love to let her find your favorite radio station. This one, of course. We love it, too, when she finds us. But she could find us easier if we taught her a simple skill. To get started, simply say, Alexa, enable the answer San Antonio skill. After she confirms, you can then say, Alexa, play the answer San Antonio. That's all you have to do, and Alexa will learn how to find us. You can listen to us through your Amazon Echo, Echo Show, Echo Dot, and Amazon Tap devices. Alexa, what is your favorite radio station? That's easy. 9.30 a.m., the answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Mark Peterson, sitting in for Dr. Calvin Finch. And we'd uh, love to have your calls at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. I mentioned yesterday that uh, those of you who like Cosmos, now is the time to 
contact uh, Wild Seed Farms. Uh, they're having a they're having a big sale on thirty percent off Cosmos, one, off one fourth pound and uh, and pounds, uh, April nine through fifteen, and uh, it's online orders only. So you got to order uh, order online. But that's a that's a good. Uh, yes, but that trip up there is very very nice. Yeah, yeah. this time of year. That uh, yeah, well, well uh, they got a lot of blue bonnets and po- I guess the poppers are poppies. Uh, yeah, their the, poppies are getting ready to do, do right. well up there. Usually, I figure that the second week of April to third week of May. Yeah, is and this has been good poppy weather too. Yes. Uh, yesterday, yesterday we were talking about. Um, Somebody came by with. Uh, let's see. He had he had pic he had pictures of no he had did he have peaches or pictures of peaches? No, he had the peaches. He had uh, a, a a branch of peaches that were highly malformed. Yeah. But it was interesting. We looked at it, and again, it was only on the top part. If you switched it over to look at the bottom, there was no damage. Oh, so, so that's why I think I think our original. Guess of uh, hail damage <laughs> was hail, yeah. was was correct. Does it look, it look like hail to you? Hell yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you just keep throwing softball. Yeah, it was pretty much. A, <laughs> yeah, but uh, anyway, we got to talking about uh, a subject that uh, we we I rarely bring up because people won't do it. Yeah. Oh you know, yes. We talk about doing it, but people won't do it. And then they then they call us back. Why are my peaches little little this year? Why the only golf ball size? Yeah, golf ball size or smaller. Uh, pits and skins, I call them. But uh, and, uh, we had an article written about uh, how to how, said with that. Uh, use your thumb and index finger. Uh-huh. See, there you go to remove excess I'm fruit. So sorry, I know. I was pointing out to everybody yesterday. Yeah, he was showing you on the on the microphone. Yeah, peaches and apples should be left six inches apart on the branches. Plums about four inches apart. Nobody, nobody thins plums. Uh, pears should be four to five inches apart. Nobody prunes pears or thins pears either. But uh, the main thing was peaches and apples six inches apart on the branches. And then and then Milton looked and said, yes. said, well, what do you do with all those spared ones? And I said, that's why everyone should have a pot-bellied pig. There you go. You just feed it. Oh, yeah, they'd eat, eat the fruit. I don't remember that at all. Oh, I didn't bring it up clearly because we were all uh. talking. Uh, <laughs> Now, now that I have the stage here, yeah, yeah. you get the the popular pig or small, little, um, uh, Yorkshire, the, the little Yorkshire terrier. No Yorkshire. Your Yorkshire pig. Yeah, that's okay. the pale one, I believe. So, Mark, what do you do <laughs> if all your peaches, uh, fruit, is on one side of the tree? Do you still prune them uh, six inches in the bar? Then I'm six inches in the bar. I would. I would. 
But I would even like to if they're all on one side of the I'd tree. Be, that's, I'd like to know why. That's the more important part. Why are they all on one side of the tree? I don't know. I've seen that numerous times, yeah. though, where, where all the fruits uh, seem to be on one side of the tree. Maybe they frosted out or yeah, something. Maybe it was cold on that one side. It's cold on one side. Something, something, yeah. something happened. But... Uh, I may not do it as sick, but I still would. That, that's that's what that's what basically, because we we were told that uh, that the peach the tree has capacity to mature uh, a, a certain percent a certain percentage of large peaches. Yeah, based but, on its leaf surface area. Yeah, so based on leaf surface area. So. Uh, if if you've got all your peaches on one side of the tree, you just try, instead of six inches apart, you go uh, three inches apart. Yeah. You on on that side of the tree, and it'll still size the peaches. Horticulture is so scientific, isn't it? Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the uh, as and the reason you knock some of the you know, we're talking about knocking the fruit off, of course. Move, remove excess fruit. As as the tree takes up water, nutrients that be able to push them into reduced numbers of fruit, so that the remaining those remaining fruit will develop to much greater size and quantity. Thinning take the weight off the branches, so there's far less chance of limb breakage. Hey, that uh, particular and then what he was the other gentleman was showing us. Yeah. How many to to his photos? Yeah. He had like five or six in a eight-inch area. Oh yeah. Uh, that's really heavy. Yeah. I, I know. Uh, Dr. Laura Shreve, who's, who's since passed away, was the father of the apple industry in Texas. He uh, he he always used to delight in taking pictures of 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 clusters of apples on on these dwarfing rootstocks that look look like grapes on there. I said, I said, Doctor Shreve, you know better than that. That you know you're supposed to thin those. Uh, to a couple of, uh, let's see, what do we say, apples six inches yeah. apart. But he he liked to show that that. Uh, you want to? I don't know if he wants to be on the mic or not. I'm just coming up to. Yeah. <laughs> I have a feeling I know what it is. Yeah. Cool. Well, you want to. You want to talk to him, or do you want to just do you want to mark no, it out? This is our real grand. Yeah, look, look at the seed, Milton. Yep, that looks like real grand to go. And properly labeled in the bag. What is that? Hot. Some more real grand to go seeds. So those were hot version. I didn't even know there was a hot version. Oh no! What? Why did you save the seed? <laughs> <laughs> We used we used to have a uh, our, my one of my older older volunteers, uh, mature, the wor- World War II uh, fighter pilot, and uh, he he liked Rio Grande Gold Sea, but he wanted the hot one. Oh, he wanted the hot rigger, so that's what this is, Milton. Wow, I don't know that anybody's ever nobody ever mentioned this is kind of cool. But uh, I don't. I don't think it 
course, I never ate it because it's hot. But uh, I don't think anybody ever really, uh, <laughs> really liked the taste of it. The ones that eat hot peppers, they they that didn't have as good a taste. Oh. But I, I'll have to, I'll have, they'll have to depend on the, the, their. Uh, the, Two two one oh three oh eight eighty eight sixty seven and say talk off the air two one oh three oh eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hopefully you have a packet of what? What is he? Oh no, there they are, Milton. Oh my goodness. Uh, those are the ones you mentioned. Those are the got ones to germinate. Got, got to right got to, to germinate. That's, cute. Now, that's the now it was it was said that you had it was like a three percent. Yeah, he got he got like five four out of eighty. Yeah. <laughs> See, like oh, in one of the container I had once lived a total of six out of eighty. Kind of uh, yeah, oh, okay. wow. that's, what you, that's what we talked about yesterday. Like, uh, so those you know. those the Hoover Grand. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, uh, good. Okay. Well, wait a minute. I got to, I got to right. talk to you off there. All right, you talk you talk you talk to him, Mark, and I'll talk. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll-free, 866-308-8867. Well, well we, what I was talking to Jerry right beforehand, we're kind of in a, kind of in a middling season. Yeah. It's, uh, we're, we're, we're trying to get the, uh, the tomatoes all on the ground. Right. Um, and protect it. Uh, and you still can do green beans. Vegetables. I started talking about green uh, vegetables here with that. Yeah. We still do green beans. Uh, it's a little late for our potatoes. Uh, it's too early for the okra and the um, uh, eggplant. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, all the all the beans, green beans, uh, bush beans. We can do those right now in the garden. Um, Sweet corn's probably a little late, but yeah, you never. With the weather we've been having, yeah, we probably could put in stuff that uh, normally we would put in 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 March. Now, do you do stuff with uh, things like melons or? I do not. Uh, I'm, I do container, so you know okay. what I like. I'm a BHN. Oh, the nine, 968, nine, yeah. 968 man. Yeah, I tell you, BHN 968 makes almost any gardener look like a genius. Yes. yes. Uh, so uh, that in herbs and containers because I live in an okay. apartment. So. And I'm uh, trying to figure out if, uh, like, a backyard, um, we, we did the baby melon last year. Yes. And that we got one. You got one. I was going to say you got one. Yeah, and um, so it was a good one, wasn't it? Yeah, I was thinking of. Yeah, it was a good one. We, yeah. we opened it up up here. Yeah. Oh man, that when you first stuck that knife into it, and then you kind of ripped it. Oh, it had just a great sound. And and a smell very. Yeah, it did. So, um, have you ever heard of tiger melon? Tiger melon. Yeah, I'm assuming that's one that's it's a uh, small. The the small with distinct 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 stripes on it yeah have you ever had any i have not i've uh, seen it at central market oh have you yes oh that's interesting and i know there was a group i don't i assume they're still around that was trying to help you know to supplement in uh areas that had food drought you know homes uh, that, that uh-huh. didn't was trying to encourage them to grow and they were doing seeds with the tiger melons and i guess they're they're kind of forgiving and and easy to grow i just don't know how they taste i would be curious if uh, anybody has grown and tasted living. tiger melons because if I could grow them, that'd be kind of fun. Yeah. So on your yard, do you have a lot of 
space. What, what's that? No. Well. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. You don't have a whole lot. I don't have a whole lot. I don't have a whole lot of space that has a lot of sun. I have plenty of space, but the the front yard has the most sun, and that's going to look weird to be growing melons in the front yard. Uh, I always get phone calls on that. And I, what? I, I, I don't know. People want to grow in their front yard. Yeah. And and they say, is there any prohibition? I'm like, well, not for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, Talk to your HOA if you have one, or yeah. your neighbors. You know, saying growing things in the front yard. I, I've seen it in certain areas, older areas of town. I think I saw the last one was in Minky Park. Somebody had oh. a vegetable garden in the front front yard. yard because of that rare, very reason that they had sun. Yeah, yeah, because we've got big old trees in the backyard, and so. Uh, well, the, the thing I was I was wondering about is is. Generally, for things like squash and melons, and, um, you have to have an area, a large area, because they're sprawling. Uh-huh. And so um, that's why I asked you about that. Do I answer? I'm uh, saying that's why I asked you about that, because they usually sprawl. That's why. Yeah. And now I've heard of people doing the, the cantaloupes and stuff and making them vine, like uh, like you would up a trellis type thing. Um, somebody did that last year. Yeah, there's a whole, it's a whole big movement, of, uh, all of that, a lot of trellis work, and uh, called kind of vertical gardening, um, not only in little pockets, yeah, uh, but also... Uh, on trellises, but I don't know how they. Yeah, I don't. I think they tried to get like pantyhose and stuff to get the to support the little melons and stuff like that. It was weird. Oh, uh, one of the greatest uh, yeah. creations I saw was actually by a young woman who worked here. Um, it was a container for shoes, an upright can. Uh, oh, a big sure. Plastic bag and and um, all the shoes hold it in there, and she put soil in it. And uh, the plants, and then had a pipe run across the top, and it would slowly drip, and it would drip down through wow. the entire shoe container. Because it was Very mostly smart. fabric. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was great. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Now Jerry's got another question off the air, so. Uh, uh, we will tell you that uh, we've got lots of things happening here at the nursery, uh, including on the 20th. Yes, sir? Yes, no. That's what I was going to remember. Remind you, 21st. 21st is the uh, big uh, celebration uh, for Fiesta with the medals and all kinds of fun here at the nursery. You can get more details by going to MillburgerNursery.com. That's MillburgerNursery.com, and you can get all the details. And then uh, the week after that, we have the uh, children's. Uh, gardening class, which is going to be on bees and beekeeping. And for that one, you want to actually go ahead and uh, make a reservation by calling 497-3760, 497-3760 to make your reservation for that particular event uh, because they hand out supplies and right. stuff like that. It's all interactive. It's, it's, yeah, it's going to be... Uh, Molly and David expect that one to be very popular. Oh, I don't know if that's the one they're doing. Anyway, hey, we're going to take a quick break. We're back with Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. 
And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick along with Mark Peterson, Dr. Jerry Parsons, and uh, your questions when you call us at 210-308-8867. We had someone who uh, called right before the break, and so uh, we're going to ask you to give us a call right back, and you'll be first up at 210-308-8867. So Jack is going to save the day, maybe. Yeah, slowly. Okay. Slowly but surely. Yeah. So, can we get? How do we give him credit for all this? Do, do we? <laughs> do we want to? Sure. We, we've just Does given it. To? We've just given him credit. All on right. The radio. But like for perpetuity, because yeah, there are the ones that we have the before Jacks. So there's Jacks, and there's the one that we've been trying. Are the ones that we've been trying doing anything? Are they germinating? No. no. Okay. The one that we received. So if earlier. jacks germinate, we need to have, like, Jack, Pepper, Pepper Jack, <laughs> real grand Pepper Jack, or something like that. All right. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Toll free. It's eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. And Scrubby is on the line. Hey there, Scrubby. What's going on? Uh, I'm just listening to you guys. I love a good laugh every once in a while. <laughs> well, every once in a while we do that, yeah. So that works out perfectly. <laughs> well, look, uh, yeah, uh, listen to the uh, cantaloupe story. Cantaloupe's about the only thing I have much success with. And, yeah. Uh, they uh, they run wild where I plant them, and they run up on the fence. So I encourage them to get on the fence, and then I, uh, I take a, a one-gallon plastic water jug and cut the... Cut, uh, half the side of it off and tie it on the fence and I put the fruit in there and then I punch a hole in it so it drains the rain out and uh, I had 45 of them last year that I gave oh my goodness to, took them to the store down there and gave them away to my friends but uh, that, that that was a really good idea because always you always worry about fruit sitting on the ground and rotting so that's a really good idea. So uh, tell, I don't understand what uh, you did with the milk jug. Milton's confused here. Well, the milk jug has a handle on it, so you tie that to the uh, fence. All right. And then you, you cut out the front part and leave uh, three or four inches at the bottom so you have a big uh, cup, okay. you know, a dipper. And, uh, yeah. and then you put a one-inch hole in the bottom of it so all the rain goes out. And you set that fruit in there. The vine comes up and goes down to the next fruit. Okay. So, uh, so it supports them because they will grow into that fence, and uh, it'll cut the uh, circulation off of the vine, and they'll die on the fence. But oh. If you don't support oh. them, you, you lose them. That's interesting, but, uh, yeah. I you, and the ones on the ground, I put a piece of tile or some old asphalt roofing or something under them to keep them out of the moisture, and I never oh. lose any to the sidewalks that way. So. That's you know. a good idea, too. So how how many how much sun do I have to have to to do the the uh, the cantaloupes? Six uh, eight hours. Oh, uh, I have yeah, I have full sun here, and uh, no, I, I wouldn't know otherwise. But uh, at least six to eight hours of uh, direct sunbathing sun. I'm not sure I have them. I, I would know. imagine. Okay. Well, All right. I appreciate I appreciate your help, man, and uh, I hope this helps somebody. Yeah, that's a good idea. Thanks, buddy. I planted my seeds this week, and I'm hoping to have cantaloupes in about, I don't know how long. Jerry knows. 
But uh, <laughs> anyway, I appreciate your help and continue with the good work. Thanks, Scrubby. Okay, thank you for calling, Scrubby. Got it. Oh, cool. You know that guy? Oh, you don't know him. All right, well, introduce yourself. You want to be on the air? You're not afraid to be on the air. No, I'm not afraid. I know. Here, I'm going to give you the mic. Did you bring us something from McDonald's? No, I... <laughs> <laughs> ah! Yeah! <laughs> well, introduce yourself, and then... Uh... Okay. My name is Sal. Yeah. Pacelli. Yes. And he, I'm he... asking about some weeds in the garden. And this is Mark. Sal, Mark, Mark, Sal. Sal Mark, how you doing? To Glad you. to meet you, too. And while while you're thinking about that, um, my um, cucumber plants, yeah. the leaves are starting to turn yellow. Does that mean anything? Is it light? L- lower thinking, or, or upper? No, lower. No. Jay? Uh, <laughs> he's mesmerized. No, I, I was thinking that he's thinking. they may be getting a little little wet. And Maybe too wet? Okay. Uh, that, that's possible. I've been watering watering the garden a lot. Get everything Water makes you grow faster, right? Not really. Uh. <laughs> I just had I just had one, it was a one trick hydrangea question, just died on me. But it was the soil that somebody sold me. It was terrible. Yeah. It just didn't drain. Yeah. So mm. it drowned. So, yeah, what are these? Uh, weeds. Yeah. yeah, I know that. Grassy I, weeds. <laughs> okay. Or rescue grass or something uh, like that. Anyway, is that rescue grass? It's not Dallas grass. I don't know. It just it flattens out. Yeah, it's Dallas that. grass. No, what okay. is it? Dallas. Dallas D-A-L-L-I-S. grass. They're easy to pull out, and I have a whole recycle thing full of them because I just said the heck with these I'm well, pulling you, well, them you out have, you have different ones but this ones. yeah this gets little yellow flowers on no. it yeah, this one's a spurge of some spurge kind. spurge I know okay what's the other one let me see the other one this no the other one on the other side this no one? That, yeah. that's the same thing the same one yeah okay yeah so I don't know. Right. I did a lot of work. I got them all out. Oh, so wow. I like to know what they... Oh, yeah. Like I said, a whole recycle thing. Oh, my goodness. For the... Yeah. Of that? I pulled... Sat on the ground and just kept pulling them. Oh, man. You're good. What a guy. Well, yeah. yeah you're I tough. Mean, Why didn't you mow them? Huh? <laughs> Why didn't you just mow them? They just come back. No, they they grow faster see, that's than grow, my That's grass. growing the seeds. So. Yeah, yeah, you need is to it, do that one. Is it this like a pre-emergent then you need for no, this? No, no, no. Once it goes to seed, this that that one, yeah, mowing will take care of. But you got to mow a lot. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> every five to seven days. Didn't mean to. Well, all right. So. Up your... That's okay. Yeah, so there's nothing he can do. In... He can. They can always. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. digging them up. It's always a fun one. That's, that yeah, that like feels it. good when you do it, right? It right when you kill yeah. them. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Pull them out. So, uh, Instant satisfaction. The other one. <laughs> if it's just a few, uh, you can use uh, something like Liza Fate. Thanks, Al. Thank you very much. All right. Doing a good job. Take care. Thanks, man. All right. 210-308-8867. We got James on the line. Hey there, James. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Just fine. How y'all doing? Good. How can we help you? Yeah, I had to move my chair from under the oak tree to the sun. It's a little nippy in the shade still. Yeah. Any questions? Yeah, but it's nice out here in the sun. 
Hey, Dr. Parsons, I picked up uh, on the opening day of stock show one of these sunbrights over there. Yeah, And potted up everything. It's been in the ground a good month now. Planted it kind of early, and I just went over there and hadn't looked at it in a week. It uh, has underneath about almost between golf ball and tennis ball size fruit on it. Oh, good. It's good, and, and it is, I'm impressed with the foliage on it. It's real thick and real heavy, but my concern now is now it's going to warm up um, for insect control. What do you recommend as a preventative? Uh. All I, all I see on it right now is a few ladybugs, which is fine, but yeah, I live in the uh, country, and I've got, I've got insect problems when it warms up. Well, we really don't recommend a preventive spray of, uh, of insecticides, maybe uh, fungicide, okay. but uh, you, you shouldn't have much fun with the low rainfall that we've been having this, this spring. Uh, you shouldn't be having uh, a fungus uh, or disease problem. But as far as preventive on insects, like I said, we usually don't uh, don't recommend anything that uh, that until until we actually see a problem. Now spider mites, of course, they they're the first thing to show up, and we really don't have a, a good chemical to control those, a good product to control those, whether it be organic or inorganic. But uh, I would just wait until yeah. I begin to see a yeah. problem. Yeah, well, I'm so only a matter of time. Yeah. Yeah. That was going to... I was just trying to be a little proactive. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm proud of you, and I'm, and I'm glad the tomato's doing well for you. That's one of the reasons we uh, selected that particular tomato, because it's strong foliage growth. Oh, yeah, that's really if, impressive. If, 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 if you fertilize well. Are you fertilizing every couple of weeks? I, I, I just, just saw it before I called, and I'm irrigating it, and as I'm looking at it, I'm away right now. Okay. Sound like you're on the track. Good track. All right. All right. All right. Thanks Thanks for calling in, and I'm glad you're having good luck. Thanks, James. You take care. I do have something that I might recommend as a deterrent for a tomato plant. Uh-oh. Well, I mean, you're only trying to prolong it long enough to get the fruit off of it, uh-huh. right, and spider mites are inevitable. But we do carry a tomato vegetable spray that is a pyrethrin with sulfur. And so, yeah, well, the pyrethrin would help you with the adults, but the sulfur might work as a so-so deterrent for a lot of other things. Yeah, for mites. I think they used to use sulfur on Yeah, mites. I know. That's what I'm going back so, to the future. So it's not. Yeah, that's what we used to use. <laughs> we used to use arsenic and sulfur. But it would be, it could slow down a problem long enough to uh, to get your fruit, get to your fruit production and actually pick. Right. And what's We're it called? Uh Bonite, I believe, is the brand name tomato and vegetable spray. Okay, okay. Right here, yeah. Ashtrays. Somebody called in and wanted to know, did we have any of those? <laughs> he heard you mentioned, uh, and I'm amazed at how people listen to this radio show and they call in. I hope they do. When, when, when we... <laughs> that, that's the whole goal of this plant to the weekend, so I can, I yeah. can evaluate. But anyway, they, they wanted to know... Uh, Hey, when if, if you have any, or if you're gonna get any of those uh, 
uh, trailing uh, Vinka, Periwinkle. Uh, sure, eventually. Okay. I'm lucky to get you ain't got any now. I'm lucky to get a hold of any right now. Any Periwinkle. It's, it's still cool. But I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm getting, rough, getting roughly 100 flats a week, but you Man. know, once we warm up, it'll be much better selection. Yeah, okay. That's what and I they, told And they were all really unhappy this morning. Oh, the because of the cold, cold wind. Yeah. So uh, they're all perking back up now, but that's that's one of the reasons we don't normally suggest planting them quite Not until May. That's mine. Well, we were back when we before we had uh, had the disease resistant ones. We were talking about uh, not plant vinca until June first. Yeah, I remember that. To to avoid the uh, aerophotophora situation. Maybe that's why I'm thinking May, I think. Yeah. I think because of uh, that, now I go, oh, I can do it early. My, my suggestion is always after Mother's Day, because generally the spring rainy season's over. Yeah. But anyway, uh, he, he wanted that. Uh, he, he'd never heard of that. Uh, but now the one that was in Milton's book that he was talking about, that was actually the ground cover. Yeah, right. right that's yeah. Uh, Vinca Major, Vinca Minor. Yeah, that's what I grew up with. Did you see that old book he had? No. Yeah. Well, yeah, there it is. Hey, no, that's what I grew up with. I had to learn the difference between those two. You want to help us with Marcus? Sure. All right, we got Marcus on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Hey there, Marcus. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How can we help you today? Yes, I have a question for Dr. Parson. Okay. okay. He had mentioned, uh, I believe, a melon uh, that would do good here in the, in the San Antonio area and by the name of Perlita. Yeah, that's that's the original A and M uh, cantaloupe, but uh, I don't know if you can get find the seed of that anymore. Okay. Uh, my, my second question would be: uh, I was wondering, uh, does Millburgers have the seed for the Pecos cantaloupe? And if they they do, would that do well here in San, the San Antonio area? Pecos. Yeah, Pecos is just where it's grown, and there's not a, as far as I know of, there's not a variety named Pecos uh, cantaloupe. If you, if you, so one of the better cantaloupes. Yes. Is uh, is is one called Ambrosia, and I think okay. I think I think y'all had that on the seed rack, or. I, I actually had some plants, but they, they didn't like that cold last night. Either. Oh. oh no. <laughs> Keyword on those was had. You had some plants. I had had some. So there, there maybe some more later. Maybe more later. Are they ambrosia? I think so. Okay. So Marcus, we we could have transplants coming up soon. Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll be looking for it. Hopefully, you guys will get it in. And thanks so much for your help. Yeah, we'll mention it yeah. when we do. Trace is on the case. That Pecos cantaloupe is, is where they this like 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 the Vidalia onion uh, that's where they grew the particular uh cantaloupe and uh, okay. people got so, people got so used to them because uh, uh they're they're out west and where they have limited rainfall yeah and just the rainfall and, and, and have cool dry nights cool cool dry nights which make, them make them sweeter make them sweeter but okay. uh, I don't. I don't think there is a name. I don't know if uh, Korea, uh, that the breeder, actually named one uh, Pecos or not. I know. I know he named one Uvalde. 
And it, it used to be a good one, but you can't get the seed of it anymore either. Because I remember when I was a kid, I remember uh, Handy Andy Supermarkets used to sell them. Absolutely, the absolutely, big time. Yeah, and uh, you couldn't, you wouldn't see them much at HEB at all. But I know Handy Andy uh, was the main de- uh, seller of those Pecos candles, and they were delicious. Yeah, they were sweet, sweet, weren't they? Well, and that's, that, that's, that's basically the, uh, they were probably using Perlita, the one, the one I was talking about earlier. Right. And, uh, but uh, that, what made them so sweet was this, just the growing condition. Oh, okay. I got you. Okay. Okay. If you can find that Ambrosia, uh, <laughs> I, think, I think you'll be happy with it, for either from seed or from transplant. Okay, well, hopefully, like I said, most burgers will get in it. Yeah, we'll take it. Appreciate okay. it. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks Marcus. Calling. You take care. All right, that'll free up a line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Yes, Trace, what's going on? Well, I just wanted to talk about the plant of the weekend. Weekend, weekend, weekend. weekend, weekend. Yes, sir. All right, so it's porter weed. I think we're down to about 16 or 17 now. Oh, right. Okay. So this is a, a color that I hadn't even seen before. So it's behind you. That's yeah, kind of I, brought it, I brought it up here yesterday. <laughs> oh, okay. And one of the employees asked me, well, where's the one with the bloom? I said, it's up there so the guys can see it. Oh. Uh, they, they all have the little bloom spikes on them, but yeah. they're not all blooming like this one was. Right. But... Uh, you know, the past couple of years we've been able to get a hold of red, and we've been able to get a hold of the little purpley blue one. Uh, so this is the first time I saw pink, so I was uh, ecstatic. Brought a few of them in for the plant of the weekend. Weekend, weekend, weekend. weekend. Six ninety nine. Give us a holler. We can set some back for you. And uh, great butterfly plant, only six ninety nine, and uh, you can have some butterflies too. Yeah, and uh, check them out online. I think you'll like the, the pictures. They're pretty. Uh, it's a really interesting flower. And uh, what we recommend you do is if you know you can't come today, you can take a chance and just come tomorrow or Tuesday. But uh, if you uh, don't want to wait, you call the nursery at 497-3760, 497-3760. And they'll put uh, as many as you want, as many as they have, aside for you. So if you say, yeah, I'll put aside a couple for me, there's one gallon of six ninety for the plant of the weekend and I'll be by and pick them up on Tuesday yep they'll do it for you at 497-3760 497-3760 cool Trace what else is going on anything else you want to mention uh, turned uh, out to be a beautiful day it's a gorgeous day <laughs> I, and I was walking up here I saw my favorite plant out there and racks of them uh, that they've got available uh, that uh, uh, semaphore uh, begonia out there a beautiful plant. They are pretty. But a nice plant. And now, and you know, they got different colored. Uh, they got uh, green foliage, and they also have uh, kind of reddish foliage that really turns red in the heat of the summer. And uh, But the key to making that beautiful red display is to plant them now. You want, you want to get them as big as you can. Before the weather, before the temperatures turn hot, because uh, they kind of stop growing once the temperatures get extremely hot. So you want you want them to have made their flush of growth, so to speak, and and really filled in the bed before the temperatures get extremely hot. And they've got let's see, are they yeah they're on sale. Uh, eighty eight cents. Eighty eight cents. 
Hey, uh, hang up, hang on. You got impatience on sale, too. Yeah. Uh, Diane is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey there, Diane. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm great. Good afternoon to all of you. I have a couple questions. It's sort of like um, gardening and trees and things. How how far away from a house should you plant a tree when you plant a tree? What size? South. No, no, no. What size? What, what kind what of size? Size? Well, yeah, what size? What size of tree? I said um, I'm sorry. It's a, it's a Chinese pistache tree. All right. So uh, these rules have been written up many, 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 many years ago. And so on a medium-sized tree, you want approximately, yeah, that's what a Chinese pistache is going to be classified as. It's approximately uh, 12 to 15 feet away. Okay. Um, this I planned another one, but I'm calling actually about a situation where I have one uh, Chinese pistache. It's quite gigantically big, and mm-hmm. whoever planted it planted it when I, uh, I was here when I bought the house. It's about only eight feet from the house, and it's got a yeah. gigantic trunk. So uh-huh. I'm, uh, I've been told, um, and this is kind of another another area. It's a plumbing area, but there's roots in my my line beneath my toilet. So my question is, the, the plumber said I could put rock salt down there to try to kill those roots off rather than try to dig under the house right away and just monitor it for a while. I probably am going to have to cut the tree down and it breaks my heart because it gives me a lot of shade and helps with the air conditioning bill. Um, mm-hmm. The canopy's way over the house. But it, well, my question is, if I'm putting rock salt down there, will that weaken the tree where it will start to die? I would imagine it would, wouldn't it? One, first of all, a Chinese... Chinese pistache is a very drought-tolerant tree. I doubt its roots are in the lines. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So, so I don't know. And then, two, uh, are you sure there are roots in the lines? Well, this is what's so funny. I had no idea because I've never had a backup anywhere. Um, and I wanted a new seal put in that toilet because my house is 39 years old and it's never been uh-huh. replaced. So when, uh-huh. they pulled, when they pulled the toilet up, they found little roots growing up around the flange. And then they took a camera and went down in there and found there was a little uh, root ball on the side of where a uh, pipe junction was coming apart. A little yeah, bit. okay. Yeah, that's what I was going to say is everyone thinks tree roots grow into the pipes. They don't. However... However, if you have a crack, or like at this case at the junction, they mm-hmm. could exploit that little area. Right. So, uh, would you put it down? Actually, you put a, a copperous uh, hydroxide. Um, there's a, there's a couple products out there. Um, uh, rather than rock salt, I think that would do a better job. Of okay. It. No, wait, um, copper hydroxide was one uh, of them. Yes. Yes, that's a, there's a it's a, the key ingredient to a lot of products that they use for septic lines. If you okay. had a septic tank, that you'd put it in there, and supposedly it would kill all all the the tree roots in there or roots in there. Okay. That's probably what I would do. Uh, would it? Would it? Yeah. Would it kill the tree? No. Okay. Would it damage the tree? Yeah, it might put it into a little stress. On that, if in if in fact those were the Chinese pistache roots. Okay. Now it's close to the house, though. So now I'm sitting here thinking, what what next pipe is it going to infiltrate when there's a crack? So I'm wondering, in the long run, should I just cut it down and cry when I'm cutting it down or having it cut down, or run the chance of having to truly dig a four foot uh, hole by the side of my house no. and burrow burrow no. under? And I'm on I'm on limestone bedrock. 
Right, right. So I, I must. So I would just, I would just uh, every so, every six months or so, just put the, that product down in the in in the toilet, and that will take care of. Yeah, the that'll that'll kill the roots, and they'll eventually decay. Yeah. So I would, I would, but they, only once every six months, because I'm putting a cup of rock salt and a brine down there every day. <laughs> no. no, no, no. That's why I was worried about you know, that that amount of sodium uh, affecting your pipes. Um, no, no. Once every six months to do that. Okay, where do I get, buy copper hydroxide? You just go into a hardware store, or even here might have it here at Millburgers. Um, but it's a product that'll kill roots. And again, you ask for a product that'll kill roots in the septic system. Um, well, how do you? Is it is it liquid? Yeah, it's powder, and you mix it up. Yeah, it's granular. Okay. Yeah, granular. Okay, and so it tells you how much to put with the. Grain. I have the label. Always, yeah, always read. So, what did we say yesterday? Always read it three or four times the label before using it. Before using before it. using oh. the product. Okay. All right, so don't put any more rock salt down. Go get some copper. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know where that came from. Well, I'll tell you, well, I worked, I'm, I'm probably taking time here, but work for me on the front of my house in 05. I had a situation where there was some root, roots beyond the uh, mm-hmm. overflow yeah. pipe outside, and I yeah. packed that thing. The teacher told me this while I was a school nurse. Uh, they said, I know how to figure that out because I had it augered twice, and they came back. He said, you put rock salt down there, so I... Stuff that thing yeah. with like three well, bags of rock salt for three months and it never came back. The roots never yeah. came back. When you put salt in soil, yeah, you basically kill uh, everything in <laughs> in the soil. So okay, so but that's why I came up with the rock salt down the toilet. And the plumber says I have PVC pipes, so it shouldn't hurt the pipes. But that's why I called your show because I listen. I'm a faithful listener, yeah. and I thought we all will know. So yeah. I'll go to this hot cop. Uh, yeah, I said it's it's quicker and less amount. All right, thanks, Dan. Thank you. Once every every four to six. And hang on the line after. Keep listening because we've got a plumber who's going to talk to us right after this break at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Okay, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. More in a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on nine thirty a.m. The answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 Ambul Road, and it is spring gardening time. Head on over to Millburgers where you're going to find savings on all your favorite spring garden plants. Like right now, are you driving around town and you notice all the beautiful roses and you've said to yourself, man... I'd love to have a rose that beautiful in my yard. Well, guess what? Millburgers will help you. They've got the products that help roses grow and do well in San Antonio, and they've got roses, thousands of roses. Their biggest selection ever is right now at Millburgers, and roses are 20% off. So you can have the roses you've wanted and save, too. Right now, you'll find begonias on sale in the 4-inch pot. They're on sale for $0.88 cents each. Impatience are on sale in the 4-inch pot, 98 cents each. How about Lantana? Boy, oh boy, this Texas superstar just does beautifully in San Antonio. It attracts butterflies, it attracts hummingbirds, and it attracts people that are driving by your house. It's just 488 in the one-gallon container. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on these and more. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone 
forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Make plans now to join Salem Radio Network host Hugh Hewitt, Larry Elder, and Mike Gallagher on the 2018 Aloha Talkers Hawaii Cruise, August 11th through the 18th. And just added special guest Mike Lindell from MyPillow. Sell around and explore the world's most beautiful islands. Then and I gather together with the hosts for a special time discussing a fresh course for this nation. And Mike Lindell will be giving each cruise cabin a certificate for two premium MyPillows and pillowcases. For all the details about this cruise and your special gift exclusively for MyPillow, visit 930amtheanswer.com. This is Lonnie Chen of the Hoover Institution for townhall.com. Stephen Reinhardt, who was called the liberal lion of the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, passed away on March 29th in Los Angeles. During his almost 40 years on the appeals court bench, Reinhardt wrote opinions that struck down the constitutionality of the words under God in the Pledge of Allegiance and overturned Proposition 8, California's initiative defining marriage as a male-female union. Reinhardt's death means that there are now seven vacancies on the notoriously liberal Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals. President Trump has an historic opportunity to remake the Ninth Circuit and the entire federal judiciary. The vast majority of his judicial nominees thus far have been stellar. They will adhere to the rule of law and interpret the Constitution based on the words in it, not the ideas they want to be in it. The president should continue his good work in this arena. Doing so will remake federal jurisprudence for decades to come. I'm Lon Heachak. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Preparing leaders for America and the world. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Shane is on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. I think so. Hi, Shane. Yes, I was a plumber for 25 years as a journeyman. Oh, okay. Oh. Good for you. Um, and actually what you're looking for is copper sulfate. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, copper hydroxide is what you spray for the ball moss. Copper sulfate is the main ingredient in a product called Root Destroyer. Root but Destroyer. Rock, yes. And um, the rock salt will work. It just takes a lot of it and a lot of time. Yeah. Does it do any but, harm to the um, pipes? Oh, no. No. Okay. Uh, PVC, for the most part, is chemical resistant. Um, but what happens is you get the glue joint in that line will start to fail. And you'll get just one small hair root in there is all it takes. And then it'll just start it'll start slowly crushing that line. Um, and you know how when you trim, like when you trim a bush, you trim one limb and it splits. And you wind up with two back there. The roots yeah. do the same thing. The roots do the same thing. So every time you cable that line, you're solving the problem temporarily. But it comes back twice as bad every time. So the copper sulfate will take care of business, huh? Yes, we're just going to have uh, to do it for for a long time. the The ultimate problem yeah. was the the problem was in the the PVC. There was a structural yeah, issue. It was a, yeah, it was a joint failure in the PVC. Mm-hmm. And like if that root's coming in the top of the line. It's going to keep going because that copper sulfate is going to sit on the bottom of the line. It's only going to kill oh, yeah. Yeah, the it. roots that are hitting the bottom of the line. So if that root 
is coming in on the top part of the line, you're going to kill off part of it, but you're never going to completely get rid of it. Um, the real, the real complete solution is either dig that section up and do a repair there, or you know replace the whole line and get you a ten or twenty year guarantee on it. I like the copper sulfate. <laughs> I like don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. That's what I like. If you do the copper sulfate every every uh, what you say? Yeah, what was it? What was about? I, I said four to six months. Is that about right? Well, um, that kind of depends on the issue. Um, I would say minimum every three months. Um, if you have several root penetrations, I would do it monthly. Oh, okay. And, I mean, you're you're looking at like fifteen or twenty dollars per treatment. So, it's pay so, me now or pay me later. Yeah. Um, and ideally, what you would do is just get a container of it. Dump it in the clean-out right outside of the house at night before everybody goes to bed. Flush the toilet once or twice, and then just let it sit there. Because the idea is for it to stay in contact with the roots to burn them back. I thought you put it in the toilet. No. I mean, you can, but you've got to sit there and flush it and flush it and flush it to get it out of the toilet. Right. Whereas if you just, if you just dump it in the clean-out out in front of the house, that will uh, take care of the line from the house out to the street. You're dealing with people that don't know where the clean out is. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm looking at. <laughs> that, that is if I they know, know what, 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 what it is, that what it looks like, and out, where it's located. <laughs> it's that over. Uh, piece, that three or four inch piece of yeah. pipe is sticking up out of the ground right about with, a foot and a half from the house. Oh. That would be. Ha- it has the big piece of plastic that looks like a Swiss cross on it. Yeah, how did I get exactly. the top off? <laughs> uh, a pair of pliers, or they actually make tools for that? There's, I yeah. know, but I don't have one. <laughs> well, I'm flushing it down it the toilet. <laughs> if it was done by a plumber that knew what they were doing, the whole uh-huh. fitting is not even glued on there. That way you can take the fitting off, because those caps always seize up in the threads. Hmm. I'd have to pay the plumber. <laughs> Quit it, guy. I'm flushing it down the toilet. Okay, <laughs> that's, right ahead. that's what it says. That's what it says on the ingredients. Or yes, the instructions. Where, where Johnny Chuck when you need him? Actually, Riddick does say that. It's designed. There right. there, that's hey. what the product I was trying to remember. Thank Riddick. you. Yeah. Riddick. Thank you. Yes. I, I, yeah, we're, we're getting old over that, here. Ridex does say to flush it down the toilet, but that's more of a granular kind of like almost like cornmeal. Yeah, yeah, Whereas yeah. Copper, sulf- copper sulfate is larger crystals than rock salt, and they're actually yeah. blue. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. I'm using Ridex. <laughs> okay. So if you're going to use Ridex, I'll add it. <laughs> do you want my phone number? But, <laughs> but you say I do it, do it every month, huh? Yeah. yeah. Depending, depending on how bad you're, if you have just one penetration, you know, every three months, every three or four months will work. If you've got multiple penetrations, I mean, it'll, you know, I would do it monthly. Okay. And I actually, when I was up in Tulsa, I actually saw a root ball that our boss pulled out of a line that was 65 feet long. 
Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, it it happens. I mean, it is just it's just a fact of life. As CDC is, it does break down over time. But the the roots didn't cause the crack. Yeah, it's be no. a crack. It, it has to be a the crack. They took it, advantage it's of right. it. It could be a hairline crack. That's yeah, pe- people say, well, you no. know, they yeah, say. Well, now uh, you're talking to the tree guy over here, yeah. so I get really defensive. Now, now here, here is something else that I had seen. I have seen a big root grow up against the line and start putting pressure on it. Yes. And the, the big root itself caused that hairline crack, and then the yes, roots get in yes. there. Yeah. So, you know, it root can actually be the cause, but it's not that common. Yeah, all right. All I'm right. using Red X. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks, Shane. He's you trying to get me to hire a plumber. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's trying to get you to find your... Uh, so do you know where your valve is melted outside out valve? the house? No. It's a big white pipe sticking out. Is that the one that, like, if there's a... Too much Did stuff. You in with a lawnmower. It, it, we used to have one that you like would pop open and all the st- nasty stuff would come out. Yeah. Occasionally. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the same one? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was not pretty. <laughs> <laughs> At least you fertilized your lawn. Yeah. Man. Just that one area. <laughs> Thanks, Shane. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Before we do, though, we're talking about Spider-Man pest control. Speaking of Red. I bet he uses Red X. <laughs> we could, we'll talk to him and find out. On the bugs. No, he doesn't use them on the bugs. He's got his own kind of chemicals he uses on the bugs. So if you're uh, trying to get if you need a pest control company to help you out, uh, Spider-Man pest control is the one to call. They've been doing it since 1976. And Warren Remy, Spider-Man, that's what they call him, uh, is uh, great at helping homeowners to find what's going on and to uh, fix not only the problem by maybe spraying in the house to get rid of the roaches and stuff, but also to find out where they're coming in or the ants or the scorpions or what you can do to prevent them. Maybe it's just a small thing uh, or uh, to, to make sure. And, and a lot of people I know get disappointed because they, uh, they'll have things sprayed and uh, everything will be great for a month, but it was supposed to last longer than that. And all of a sudden it's three months. Well, you're not going to have the problem with Spider-Man pest control. He's going to solve the problem and he can do it organically or synthetically. He'll talk to you about the best solutions for your particular problem. Call him at 210-656-3721, 210-656-3721, or GoSpiderManPest.com. That's GoSpiderManPest.com. Go take a quick break and come back with more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas right after this on 930 AM, The Answer. It's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 Amboy Road, and it is spring gardening time. Head on over to Millburgers where you're going to find savings on all your favorite spring garden plants. Like right now, are you driving around town and you notice all the beautiful roses and you've said to yourself, man, I'd love to have a rose that beautiful in my yard. But guess what? Millburgers will help you. They've got the products that help roses grow and do well in San Antonio. And they've got roses, thousands of roses. Their biggest selection ever is right now at Millburgers, and roses are 20% off. So you can have the roses you've wanted and save, too. Right now, you'll find begonias on sale in the 4-inch pot. They're on sale for $0.88 cents each. 
Impatience are on sale in the 4-inch pot, 98 cents each. How about Lantana? Boy, oh boy, this Texas superstar just does beautifully in San Antonio. It attracts butterflies, it attracts hummingbirds, and it attracts people that are driving by your house. It's just 4.88 in the 1-gallon container. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on these and more. From Washington, D.C., it's the Cal Thomas Commentary. And now, here is America's number one syndicated columnist, Cal Thomas. Congress won't provide full funding for a border wall with Mexico, so President Trump is doing the next best thing. He's ordered National Guard troops to the border to stem the growing flood of illegals. Illegal immigration jumped 200 percent in March. The president is pressuring Congress to do something about the problem, not only in providing funds to build the wall, but also to hire more Border Patrol agents. Secretary of Homeland Security Kirsten Nielsen said, our current border security and immigration laws fail the American people. She's right, but they don't don't fail the left, which wants more illegals because liberals believe they can be transformed into wards of the state and thus votes for Democrats. After all, we continue to abort more than a million American babies every year, so liberals need people to replace them. Is that too cynical? It's no more cynical than putting value on those who break our laws and depriving the innocent unborn of their intrinsic value. No wonder President Trump's approval ratings are soaring, 51 percent in the latest Rasmussen poll. I'm Cal Thomas in Washington. For a free copy of today's commentary and other information, visit calthomas.com or send a written request mentioning the date and subject to Values Through Media, Post Office Box 7065, Arlington, Virginia, 22207. Tax-deductible gifts support these commentaries and are appreciated. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Everyone is talking about fixed index annuities. Are annuities good or bad? Will you lose money or make money? Is your retirement nest egg protected from loss? Tune in to Robin Hoppus and the Big State Financial Show at its new time, Saturday mornings at 9 and Mondays at 8 to learn more. Or you can call Robin at Big State Financial, 210-373-6000. It's the Big State Financial Show, Saturday mornings at 9 and Monday evenings at 8, right here on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, this is Bob Olszewski. Thanks for listening to Plugged In. How many teams have earned two championships back-to-back? Almost none. The Miracle Season tells the inspiring story of Iowa City's West High School girls volleyball team back in 2011. This group of young women had to rally back after the devastating death of their team captain. Based on a true story, this uplifting film talks of overcoming grief and moving past terrible things in our lives. It also praises friendship and even the healing power of faith. The only drawbacks here are a bit of lying and some adult alcohol use. So I'm giving The Miracle Season four overhead spikes out of five for family friendliness. Be sure to check out the full review at PluggedIn.com slash radio. Plugging you into the movies? I'm Bob Olszewski for Focus on the Families, Plugged In movie review Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer 210-308-8867 it's 210-308-8867 after outside of San Antonio you call us toll free 866-308-8867 Bud is on the line Bud welcome to the show how you doing today I'm doing very good how are y'all Good it's uh, warmed up it's real nice out here Yeah we're yeah. enjoying the day Real sunny over here too looks great Good Say, uh, I have a question on my um, 
pepper uh, plants still in a pot. Um, well, uh, a, a, a good report, I guess, first. I have not seen any, uh, well, what are they called? The things that curl up the leaves and stuff. The leaf miners or the? No, no, the other ones. What are the ones that wrap Florida themselves? Polis? No, they wrap themselves in the. Isn't that something? Oh, Oakley floralers. Oakley no, floralers? no, 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 no. This oh. is uh, this is little bugs that suck the juices. Yeah. Uh, thrips. No, well, you know what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing that, though, Milton. I'm trying to think, but I know what you're talking no, about. Aphids. Oh, aphids. Yeah, that's what he's see, talking no, about. No, no evidence of aphids at all, which I'm really glad about. Now, that's good. I do also want to uh, check with you. Drips uh, attack those uh, little buds down there, too, don't they? Right, right. Sure do. Okay. One of them got, got bitten real bad by the thrips. Well, what did he do? Did the did, did the foliage come out kind of deformed or or whatever? Well, uh, this is on a sweet banana that I have, and okay. uh, so well, usually the buds they show up in the middle of the top part of the plant first. Yeah, and they put out these kind of spikes. And then right. After those spikes are there, then you, then you can recognize you got a tiny. Teensy weensy buds sitting down in the bottom. Well, I had three of those teensy weensy buds, and after a couple of days, I hadn't looked at them. But I went over there, oh, I guess yesterday, the day before, and uh, they're all brown, brown and hard. I had to pull them off. Yeah, dead. That, that could that could be thrips. That's that's what I figured since I didn't see any aphid signs. Yeah. yeah. Well, I bet I bet it's thrips. Yeah, yeah I just wanted uh, to, uh, this, at this time of the year, that's where they they come in, and get on onions too, and cause onions to kind of be discolored, have discolored foliage. Huh. It's been so long since I've planted any onions. Yeah. Oh, and you guys but, uh, were they, right they about those. do that peppers. Uh, you you guys were right about those leaves on my uh, tomatoes. You know, I, I told you I had like two or three side branches at the very tips of it. They were just, you know, hanging there, not the same color green anymore, just looking limp. Right. They never, they never got dry or brown. Right. Well, that was the wind. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, those plants finally now, they just kind of cut those things off by themselves. Huh. <laughs> they, 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 okay. They closed, they closed their little uh, branch that uh, those leaves were attached to, and it just started yellowing in that spot where the attachment is. And I said, oh, okay, this plant is just trying to cure cure itself. So I pulled them off. <laughs> okay. All right. You've got, plenty, you've got plenty of other branches there, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Plenty of other branches. And, it, and this is tomatoes, right? That's correct. And actually, that's, got a nine, that's a 968. Yeah. yeah, have you got any fruits yet? yet? Uh, yes, I do. Good. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I, I transplanted them into the garden, uh, I think, two days ago. Okay, good. Right right, right before all that real strong cold wind came. Yeah, yeah. 
It always happens that way. <laughs> yeah, I kept waiting and waiting. I said, well, I think it's going to be pretty safe now. <laughs> but uh, it just turned around and kicked me, you know where. Anyway. Yeah, there you go. Okay. All right. Day, guys. Well, thank, thank you, you. Colin. Yeah. Sorry about the Thank you, bud. Thank you very you. much. You take care. Right, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I was going to see if I got any reports on the uh, Water Saver Landscape Tour. Oh. They were supposed to call in. Or somebody yeah. was supposed to call in, but uh, Rob well, sent out a little note. Did he? Yeah. Um, as I broke down after the show yesterday, I went out and um, <laughs> <What is> bro- <laughs> yeah, I broke down after the show. It was just too much for you. That's so no. sad, Mark. It's I okay. Broke, I broke down with my coworkers. Uh, oh, okay. the, the sites we had flags and literature out, and so I was talking with Rob and some of the G- other GVST uh, staffing mm-hmm. that were there, and uh, it's very good crowd. Even though oh, even the weather, the weather did not diminish the attendance, um, you know, looking uh, between 200 and 300 people. That's uh, great. Um, total for each site, we we would calculate each site and then get an average. Okay. So so some people didn't go at all six homes, some did, and so it ranged anywhere from 200 to you know, closer to 300. Good. Okay, that's a great that's turnout. A good crowd. Now, are the uh, pictures in the homes still available and stuff? Yes. Or? Okay. So those will be on the website uh, for a long time. Okay. Uh, as well as that wonderful article written by that intelligent, handsome man. Um, the the one that breaks down after the shows. <laughs> <laughs> that's www.gardenstylesa.com. Going to go there now. All right. You're going to go there right now. Yeah. All right. Good. I'm glad it went well. Yes, it did. So thanks for asking. Okay. Yeah, I broke down yesterday. <laughs> San Antonio.com. All right. A- essay. Oh. Okay. Yeah, or, or either one. Either Actually, one yeah, one. I, did, I, I, I typed it in before. So, it, Oh, wow, look at that. Yeah, this is the, uh, I, I, I don't know which home that is. Oh, there's a big dog. Yeah, uh, so, so those are, that's our three articles that we had this past week. So oh, okay. So just, just a running display on top. All right. So, yeah. If you want oh, nice little up. alliteration there. Countless caterpillars are coming. Yes. Cool. Countless cats. Yeah, that was written by that other interesting, <laughs> handsome man. So. Oh, how about how many people have saw us hiring? And <laughs> what is happening over there? All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Let's, let's meet Mark Peterson. We can meet the experts. Let's see what it says about him. Uh-oh. Although he'll frequently break down after doing <laughs> 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 the radio show. Yes, that's right. Okay. Uh, no, no, but uh, both sites. Uh, if anybody wants to see those homes, there's lovely pictures on, on both the GVST site and the and the Garden Style essay. So, right. Okay. Cool. We got a question in on uh, from Poti, Texas. Uh, it's on trees, Mark. It says uh, live oak yeah. trunk slit openings. Uh, yeah, all, all, he, all he said in the question was trunk of an eight-year-old tree has numerous slits, five inches by a half an inch mm-hmm. by quarter, three-quarters of an inch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he brought them right. Mm-hmm. 
And he said the eight-year has numerous slits, and he wanted to, want to know what they should be worried about. Them. Are they on the trunk or on the branches? Well, bottom line, he doesn't need to be really worried about Yeah, because but, they're, but, they're, uh, they're growth cracks, right? Well, they could be growth cracks. Uh, they're a little long, but you know what I always thought uh, initially? As you should see cicada damage on live oaks. It is big, long cracks. Huh. Oh, but, right? but they're but they're not that long. They're 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 usually about two inches, two okay. inches by half inch, on the tree. So, but yeah, it could be growth cracks. I, if they were had some really abnormal growth around the cracks, you might worry about. Uh, hey, an herbicide. I'm trying to think of the herbicide. Uh, not too far uh, another one starts with a P. I'm getting old, Derek. I know. And, uh, so anyway, these are the, the, a lot of those herbicides, they mimic growth hormones. And so if you have it uh, on trees, what they'll do is they have abnormal growth on the trunk or on the twigs. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I would, bottom line, I wouldn't worry about it. Yeah. You didn't put teeth in the sand, I right. guess. Uh, we talked about uh, grass and blue bonnets uh, a little bit yesterday. And uh, the picture he sent, uh, the, the blue bonnets are kind of thin and, and, a, and a bunch of grass. Now, there is a, a product, but you, you want to put it on before they start blooming. I mean the blue bonnets. And uh, and it's specifically for grass, and it's called Grass Be Gone is one of the products name. Right. So yeah, uh, we got Oust, Post, Post. Yeah. yeah uh, the 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 chemical name is Fusilade, but then there's a couple other ones. Yeah. Uh, Oust and Post. They're more of commercial, <laughs> and the way you can get in the store is Grass Be Gone. Yeah, and you want to you want to. Get the one uh, read under it's, uh, it's specifically for grass. All right, I just remembered not, Cal- Calvin's favorite is over the top. Oh, over the top. Yeah, I don't think we sell that here. No, we don't, no, I don't. I don't think it did that great of a yeah. yeah. But you you want to get the one the herbicide that's specifically for grasses. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now the problem is at this time of the year. Uh, they they're good they're forming seed heads, the ones that are among the blue bonnet. Uh, we had to uh, go out the other day. Some of my volunteers brought their their flexible string trimmers or weed eaters or whatever you want to call them, and and had to rescue some uh, red blue bonnets under on the tall grass. Yeah. Oh wow. And so that they just use the flexible drain trimmers and, and cut the tops of the grass off uh, uh, over the over the tops of the blue bonnets. The, over the tops of the blue bonnet. But uh, if you if you watch your blue bonnet patch, and this guy's got a uh, pretty plant planting of them around around his house. Um, Get get the get the weed the grassy weeds under control in January February. Okay, uh, when when 
when you when you see, just see the grass begin to kind of overtake the the little rosetted uh, blue bonnet plants. Now, for broadleaf weeds, oh, you, you got to pull those out. Yeah, but there, 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 there's nothing you can spray. No, nothing you can spray because uh, blue bonnets are broadleaf weeds. <laughs> so you got to pull them yeah. out. By One hand. man's weed is another man's forb. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, although I see that by the time we don't have a lot of time left, so uh, just about about a minute and a half, so uh, we encourage you to uh, get your questions and think about us next week and uh, be a part of the show then as well. Uh, in the meantime, we've talked about a couple of different events here, including uh, the uh, Fiesta event they're going to have here at Millburgers, uh, kind of the uh, and uh, selling the uh, the medals as well. So uh, you want to check out MillburgerNursery.com to learn more about that. And uh, uh, Mark, if they want to learn more about what's happening with saws, or uh, we at that same site I mentioned www.gardenstylesa.com. On the uh, off to the right is our calendar, and you just click on that, and it has uh, all the upcoming events for the next three months. All right. So all the events and all the fun, all the uh, all good stuff that's happening, you'll find uh, at millburgernursery dot com or gardeningstyleessay.com. All right, Mark, thank you for coming in for uh, it's Dr. Always a Fish. Yeah, we enjoyed having you, and thanks to Doctor Parsons as well. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll say goodbye for today. Thanks it's to Felix. warmer than it yeah, was. Right, right, right. Felix, uh, thanks to Felix back at the station doing thanks a great job. Felix. I'll call the calls on the air, and thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton Wick. We'll see you next week for Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.